Salt Lake City. KZNS FM, Colvin. 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone. And The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Five of the clock. Clarkson checks the clock. Prances out to the far side. Fires the three and hits it. Oh my goodness. Donovan, here we go. Right hand. Tuck and hammer. Offensive rebound. Gobert. No look out to Clarkson. Left side three. Pow! Lillard driving at the rim. Rejected by Gobert. Offensive rebound. Nurkic back up. And he misses. Gets it back and puts it in. And Gobert so excited about the block shot he had on Lillard. Punched the basketball standard three times and then didn't get back into the play. The Utah Jazz roll past the Portland Trailblazers 129 to 107. One of the worst defensive teams in the NBA. The Blazers could not slow the Jazz down. Donovan Mitchell goes for 30. Rudy Gobert had 21 points and 16 rebounds. Clarkson gave him 22 off the bench. That second half, the Jazz just kept scoring and scoring and scoring, PK. Yeah, I don't think anybody slows them down. I think they miss shots. They cannot be slowed down? No. No, I, I, they slow themselves down with no ball movement or uh, just missing shots. But when they're going, particularly with Joe in the starting lineup, and he belongs in the starting lineup, I know the guy's a genius over there on the sidelines, but it seems like Joe plays a lot better when he starts. 76 second-half points for the Utah Jazz. An enormous number. And Joe will go back to the bench when Royce O'Neal returns to the lineup. And he will get the stats because he'll be watching Jordan Clarkson dribble and shoot. Yeah. I mean, I get Portland's defense isn't any good, but, you know, when you look at it, you have to be realistic. Kevin Dubberg is not walking through that door. Nice. Go ahead. Great Blazers. Hit it. You said great Blazers. Average Blazers. Go ahead. Hit it. <laughs> Jerome Kersey ain't walking through that door. Your turn. So my wife had a significant birthday a few several years ago, and her birthday's in June, and we went to Palm Springs. There's a Marriott down there where they filmed Saved by the Bell episodes. Saved by the Bell coming back, which only proved its greatness. You were so wrong. You might as well hit on the state taxes if you want to be something that you're not quite as wrong on. Get back and, to Palm Springs. Uh... And the hotel was just covered. I mean, hundreds, if not a thousand, young gals, and it was some sorority convention. Mm-hmm. And there was like two males there: me and Jerome Kersey. <laughs> <laughs> and he's in the pool frolicking with them. <laughs> Your your brushes with celebrity are awesome. And it took I, I got I know who that guy is. I know who that guy is. I know who that guy is. It took me a little bit, not long, but a little bit. To bring it. That's Jerome Kersey. It's hard to place people when they're out of yeah out of the realm. You expect but I clearly knew who. Yeah, you, I, I, I know knew that the guy. face. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I, I figured it out. <laughs> well, the Jazz are off now for a few days. They will be back at it on Friday, facing the Boston Celtics. Friday night at seven. Celtics got off to a terrible start, but have got themselves over 500. Not where they expect to be or hope to be, but playing a little better. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA.
Well, the Pelicans just beat the Jazz on Friday. Last night they beat the Clippers 123 to 104. The Pelicans are picking it up, PK. And the Clippers are one of many teams in the West that are just kind of uh, bouncing around 500. Yeah, bouncing around 500, exactly. Pelicans have now won three out of four. So for them, that's That's a nice little Somebody tell me, and I don't understand this, and maybe it's salary, and I don't have this astute basketball mind like you do. But why did Memphis trade Valanchunas for Adams? I didn't understand that move. I didn't either, to be honest. I thought it was a money move. He just had a massive game, 39 and 15. And he had, I think, what, six or seven assists, something like that. It just didn't make any sense to me. Dallas Mavericks lose to the Cleveland Cavaliers 114 to 96. Another team bouncing around 500. The Mavericks are 10 and 9. The Clippers are 11 and 10. So, really mediocre. And those are the fourth and fifth place teams. The Jazz separating from them a little bit. Jazz are three games in front of those teams. Jazz also three and a half games behind the Suns. So, sitting in third place, not that close to second, not that close to fourth. Well, tomorrow may rain, so all Jazz will follow the Suns. Denver Nuggets, another team at 500. They beat the Heat 120 to 111. Jokic, 24 points, 15 rebounds, seven assists. Oh yeah, what's his face? Uh, the brother, the Morris guy, and Jimmy Butler, the tough guy. He didn't play, and the Jokic brothers Brother showed showing up, up right behind. Yeah, like, we're here, <laughs> we're here, and Twitter was there. Where are you at? Where are you Twitter at? Twitter was there for every second of that. The Jokic brothers are here, laughing, crying emoji. Yeah, they showed up. I mean, they're mean-looking SOBs. You got to give it to them, man. Yeah, I don't think I want to mess with those guys. The other guys were nowhere to be found. I'm out. Good night, everybody. Another team that's uh, got a rep and high expectations, but uh, it's had a ton of turmoil. The Philadelphia 76ers are also bouncing around 500. They're 11 and 10. They beat the Magic 101 to 96. This is what Pete Rozelle desired of the NBA. <laughs> On any given night. Yeah. Is, what do they call it, parody? Yep. That is what they call it. Michael Porter Jr. undergoing a surgical procedure on his lower back today. As his agent announcing that. And so he had surgery. Uh, he'd been hoping to avoid it. He's had back surgery twice. He's going to have it again. So shutting him down and the Nuggets will do whatever they can do this year and try to get ready for next year. Wow, I mean, it's clear whether they're just setting themselves up to, to draft Justin Bean Bryant. There it is. Alec Burks, former Jazz guy, now a starter for the Knicks. Kemba Walker out of the lineup to the bench. Tom Thibodeau moving Alec Burks into the starting five. Orlando Magic rookie Jalen Suggs is out for an extended period. Fractured his thumb, and he'll be reevaluated after he returns to Orlando. So, DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Utah State blowing out Carroll College 93-63. One of the non-conference games you can do without, PK. One of the non-conference games I could do without. Scheduled victory. Actually, you know... Aggies get the victory. Virtually any game and every game I can do without. You can do without? Yeah. You don't really need them? No. Tonight, Dixie State hosts Bethesda in St. George, 7 o'clock. Duke takes over the number one spot in the top 25 after beating Gonzaga. Gonzaga falls to number three. 
And the BYU men are 12, and the women's team is into the rankings at 21. Jetty's team is undefeated. Uh, that's Kamard's team. It is. Like, come Kamard. on, get, put some respect Jetty on Lee Kamard. Jetty was out the last couple of games. <laughs> DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. Notre Dame head coach Brian Kelly expected to be introduced as LSU's new head coach, a $100 million package. Official word actually just came on that. It is official now. It's official. LSU. Ripping off the Irish right after USC rips off Oklahoma. I am so glad that my granddaddy didn't take me to games. (laughs) Why? Because it's so bogus. College football in particular and even linking into basketball. it's, It's just nonsense, man. These fans get so worked up about it, and they want to win, and they just, last year, people were getting laid off last couple years because of the the issues of the finances, and they had to take massive Furloughs and pay cuts and laughs, yeah. And it lasted a day, metaphorically speaking. And now these guys, yeah, you've got to give me everything you've got. And they don't, Notre Dame is, is sixth, conceivably could be in the playoff. And Kelly's you know, walking. I'm gone. And if there's upsets, yeah. they're not going to have a coach for the playoff. Most likely, yeah. And Cincinnati, would he fickle go to Notre Dame? I don't know. And just, and, and you got these kids, like this Costelli kid. He gives up his last year of his senior year in high school. You'll never get that back. To come up here and, yeah, we love you, we love you. Well, you're not even going to dress. And then he's out. If this isn't the most ridiculous things in, that happen in this sport... I don't know what does. It's just this is the seedy side that just turns me off. And then these guys, yeah, you're you're whatever. You know, you're a Ute, you're a Cougar, blah 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 blah. Yeah, until you get the next best, better offer, and and then you're gone, or they fire you. And two years after the end, after you uh, win yeah. the playoff. Yeah, it just. Thankfully, my father had to work Saturday nights in a second job, and, and my granddaddy didn't take me to the game, so... You didn't get hooked in any fandom. My little heart can't be broken on college football. And I'm and at times like this, I'm glad, because it's a bunch of crap. Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame. Uh, Fresno State's coach, Kalen DeBar, is going to Washington. And Lincoln Riley says his first conversation with USC was early Sunday morning. Although there, people believe the first contact was back in September. Well, what, is it, what difference does it make? He was going behind Oklahoma's back. He's not loyal. No, none of them are. I know. And nor is there the any loyalty point. to them. It's none all, equals everyone. Yeah, hired hired guns, mercenaries. Jim Harbaugh did say he'd donate any bonus money earned from his current contract to University of Michigan athletic department employees who had their pay reduced due to COVID nineteen. Yeah, I'm going to be a Michigan fan now because. They've got Howard and basketball and Harbaugh, the two H's, and they both played there. So they're Wolverines. At least there's something there. The rest of you is you're all just hired guns, and the fans get so, he's our guy. Majerus was our guy. Yeah, until he made up a story and had to leave, and then he coached the other place, and he's your guy. Nobody's your guy. Made up three stories in one year. Yeah, another press conference to announce why Rick isn't coaching. And the, the, he's your guy, and you're so loyal to him, and he's loyal back to you, and he can do no wrong. Oh my gosh, just win, and that's all that matters. DJ PK. Hashtag NFL. 
Washington beat Seattle 17-15, a, a weird game. Seattle, not much offense in this game, but they drove the length of the field against the clock and scored with 15 seconds left, needed a two to tie. So they went 99 yards? I think they went 97 yards. That's not the length of the field? Yeah, it's close enough. <laughs> Bizarro game also had a blocked extra point. Scooped up and returned for two the other way, which ended up being a big deal in a two-point game. Kept the draw. How did they randomly assign two points on that? I think it's because offensively, any conversion that you go to go for, you know, run across the goal line or throw across, they give you two points for that. So I assume they give the defense two because they run it across the line. Okay, then and not heard that. When explained, you block so. a field goal, why do you get six? You run it across the line because that's and a live going ball for three. And a touchdown. It's yeah, but they're going for play. three. It's a live ball when you kick it. Why it's is it only con- three? Not a conversion play. <laughs> <laughs> just randomly assign numbers. Seattle picked up those two points, which tied the game at halftime and kept them in the game late. But ultimately, it didn't matter. As Washington gets the win, five and six is tied for the last playoff berth in the uh, in the NFL. This is what Pete Rozelle wanted. No, I think it was Peter Uberoff wanted that. Seattle three and eight, the only team in the NFC with a worse record than Seattle is Detroit right now. Detroit hasn't won a game yet. Got a tie, but they don't have a win. Hard to believe the Seattle has fallen that far that fast, but there they are. Bottoming out. Dalvin Cook dislocated shoulder and lost to the 49ers. The Vikings will miss him for at least the next two games. Christian McCaffrey will miss the rest of the season with a left ankle injury suffered Sunday and the Panthers lost to Miami. Aaron Rodgers has decided not to have surgery on his pinky toe while the franchise is on a bye. He's got a Frank. Oh, Frank it's little fractured. toe. It's not your pinky toe. That doesn't make any sense. Your pinky is your pinky. pinky. It's your little toe. No, pinky toe. No, it's not your pinky toe. Fred Warner. Stop that. Debo Samuel injured in the Niners game, and they're going to be out for at least a week. And the NFL suspended the Cowboys' Tristan Hill for two games for punching the Raiders' John Simpson following the Thanksgiving Day loss to the Raiders. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Well, we may be on the verge of a lockout. Who knows how long it'll go. But right now, the money's flowing freely. Max Scherzer, three years, $130 million to leave the Dodgers. He's going to the Mets, back to the NL East, used to pitch for Washington. And the Diamondbacks in Detroit, if you must know. Dodgers' Corey Seager, 10 years, $325 million to go to the Texas Rangers. Yeah, Dodgers losing Scherzer and Seager. Couldn't pay all those guys forever? I've heard of the three S's, but that's the two S's. Mariners, five years, $115 million for Robbie Ray. Bring him back to Seattle from the Toronto Blue Jays. Not back, also a former Diamondback. Yeah. Reigning AL Cy Young winner. Kevin Gosman, five years, $110 million to pitch for the Blue Jays. Not a former Diamondback, but a former Giant. Did you get Marcus Simeon in there? Seven years? Simeon. Seven years, $175 million. Where? He's one of the Rangers. The Rangers, indeed, spending tons of money remaking their infield. $500 million. Their middle infield. I assume he's going to play second. Maybe he'd play third. I don't know. Or maybe they move Seager. I'm not sure. But uh, 
Both those guys. Seager was hurt most of the season. Simeon, man, from Oakland to Toronto in his free agent year. And, wow, he put up a massive season. It's about $850 million worth of baseball headlines right there. Major League Baseball's expanded playoff proposal, part of a new collective bargaining agreement between owners and players, includes the ability for division winners to choose their wild card opponent. Format would call for 14 teams, seven from each league to make the playoffs. That's four more than currently play in the postseason. I think they should have a committee to just seed them. Go college football? Yeah, just get some, like Dale Murphy. Somebody who follows the game. I mean, it's obvious. It's obvious how they should be seated. It's not like it's that controversial. But would you want to avoid the Giants and the Dodgers at 100 and 213 wins playing in a one-game playoff when there's no need to? It, it. This is a dying sport. It's like, you know, 15 sports behind soccer. And But when I was a kid, I went to Little League Field, and it wasn't money involved, but I just made a conscious decision. I'm going to love this sport. Cool. <laughs> and... This How'd that work out for you? Great. Awesome. Good decision by you. Yeah, yeah. Solid decision early in life. Yeah. I wanted to be outside. And so it's a dying sport. The average fan is like 114 years old. So you want to do everything you can to put your best foot forward. And that would do it. Call me up. I can do it. It's. I mean, it's obvious the way it should, the way it should be. And when you get down to like... You know, four or five, it doesn't really matter anyway. They'll be left. They'll just have to play each other. The other teams will have made their selections. Yeah, so so you set basically you set up the second round. The first round, you're avoiding some titanic matchup. Mm-hmm. But in in the second round, if they're playing best of five, best of seven, well, okay, so be it. Even if they if they're two the two powers, I mean it's not nearly as egregious as having it in the one game deal. Just because you happen to be in the same division. Who cares? What is Trending is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Look on social media here in a bit because Tiger right now, literally as we speak, is having a press conference. Speaking for the first time since his February car accident. Correct. He said he's going to golf again, but never at the highest level. He's not going to be able to get there. It's not realistic. I, I don't body. know if he said that. I think maybe consistently. Maybe he can do it occasionally. I mean, he released that thing, was it a week or two ago, of him hitting balls? Yeah. yeah. Making progress was the caption on yeah. it. Yeah. It would be the ultimate comeback. All comeback awards in every sport would be named the Tiger Woods Award then at that point. If he wins a singular <laughs> tournament, if he wins a major, oh my gosh. And I would, I don't know how you wouldn't pull for the guy. It would be incredible. There was a point in time, I wouldn't say it was 50-50, but it was damn near that, that if I was going to walk out of the hospital, it'd be with one leg. Yeah, well, I can buy it. He was really worried about losing his leg. He says, I, I think something that is realistic is playing the tour one day. Never full-time again. But right, right, right. Pick and choose, That's just like Mr. Hogan did. Right. Pick and choose a few events a year, and you play around that. You practice around that, and you gear yourself up for that. I think that's how I'm going to have to play it from now on. It's an unfortunate reality, but it's my reality, and I understand it, and I accept it. Well, yeah, he's lucky to be alive. I've seen, I've driven that curve where he crashed, and, and to see that thing, to how it tumbled over, 
Wow, to be able to be where he is right now. And, you, I mean, you look at him and standing, sitting at a podium with a microphone in front of his face, and you wouldn't have any idea. Now, you can't see the lower portion of his body, but you wouldn't have any idea that just uh, earlier this year that he damn near lost his leg, as he said, and, and, and his life, for that matter. Well, right now, he looks animated. looks like a Tiger Woods press conference. Right, that's what I'm saying, yeah. But like you said, they're shooting him from the... Uh, He's sitting down, chest up, tr- right, yeah. traditional press conference view when he's at the uh, sitting down and doing his thing, and he's smiling. Looks- DJ PK, we got Frank Dolce, Utes analyst, insider for the Zone Sports Network, coming up at 8 o'clock. Dylan Colley, former BYU wide receiver, is coming up at 9 o'clock right here on the Zone Sports Network. Stay with us. This is Unrivaled. Guys are doing a hell of a job. Utah wins with its offense, with Kyle Whittingham right. as the coach. That that could set off like world panic right there. Like I mean, the markets could go off and shift. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I mean, we could have we could have rioting and looting in the streets with that kind of play. It's like Navy going to a spread offense. Exactly. Like- and the and the other thing is Utah and the Pac-12 just grew up. It wasn't like okay, we're fighting for some relevance. Utah dominated this game from the start to finish with their offense. They did it with their defense. They did it with their special teams. Utah is the best team in the Pac-12. That is unbelievable. Catch Unrivaled with Scott Mitchell and Alex Kieran. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. DJ PK brought to you in part by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair, it's 2021 and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment. Or visit www.utahairmd.com. All right, question of the morning. As fresh as the headlines have been pelting us over the past 24 hours, first Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma For USC, a huge move, but at least Oklahoma looked like they had no chance to make it to the playoff. Notre Dame looks like they've got a chance to make it to the playoff. They'd need number one ranked Georgia to beat Bama and knock Bama out, and then they need somebody else to lose. Cincinnati losing to Houston would do it. Oklahoma State. uh, It's not a stunning upset. No, Houston's 11-1. They're they're very good. And Baylor's a good football program. Baylor's a top-10 team with two losses. If they take down one loss, Oklahoma State, that would open a spot in the top four. I mean, nevertheless. Does this just jade you at all, fans? You're the fans. You're the the people we, we talk to. Is there any sense of... I don't know if jadeness is a word, but... <laughs> Are you jaded by this? I know, but I like to make up words. Uh, regardless of what it says in the dictionary. Uh, it is, to, to me, it's like each year it gets dirtier and sleazier. And that's just the stuff we know about. There's so much stuff that, that doesn't go public. That we've been privy to and stuff we're... Uh, there was an institution here, and I won't name names, and the kid was coming to the school, and they had to search high and low to have some junior college online thing give him a degree so he could play. And he did play. So basically a diploma mill. Yeah, and it was an online thing, and it was told to me, and if I said the name... Everybody would know the name. 
And yeah, you didn't say that on the air. No, you didn't. Because it's true. And I don't want to say that because that would further narrow it. And it, it, it was just a joke. You know, but you're supposed to get your degree. And then at the uh, graduation day, you see all the coaches. They're all proudly posing with the kids who got there. And that's great and all. But it's about what can you do for me football-wise. And, and this kid, that they finally found some online place, he did a lot for them football-wise. And that, that, and, that, and that never got out. It never... And I heard the story and just, I mean, there's a million of them. They're a dime a dozen. Yeah, but I, isn't this different, though? Like, you can be it's jaded. What different? Kelly. It's all, no, it's all part of the jadedness. But it's a higher level of jadedness. Oh, fine, but it's you're, all part of the deal. You're climbing a 20,000-foot mountain. Now, all of a sudden, you're climbing a 25,000-foot Yeah, but then I got the coaches preach academics, and you were going to find somebody. It's like a mail-order diploma to get the kid eligible. And did they did they really care? And but that that's that's where we're at. And and there's all sorts of seedy stories. And Kelly, I don't know that it is. I mean, would I do anything different if they're going to offer me that much money? Would I say no? Probably not. So at least that's in the open. I don't know that it's a different level. The different level is this is going to impact the championship. A lot of the other stuff that happens. But That's the incidental. Is what most That's why keep. he got tired because it has the potential to impact the, the championship. Yes. If he was six and six, they would have no interest in him. So that 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 is like cause and effect. Of course. That's why he's getting the job in the first place. If he was eight and four, there's no way they'd be hiring him. Because they didn't hire all the guys who are eight and four. So I don't know what uh, eight and four. Yeah, yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. There's eight and four coaches right. all over college football, and they didn't hire them. They went to a guy right. who's 11 Precisely. and 1 again. He's got a long string of double digit win seasons. I don't know He's that I blame any individual. Who am I to tell Brian Kelly, don't take that money? <laughs> but is the <laughs> no sport way. in a good place if key figures are quitting their job just as you get to the playoff in your championship. If your team wins and has a chance to play for the Rose Bowl on Friday night, it's in a great spot. Yes, that's what that's, it boils down to. That's true. And so our listeners now, the one we're like we're talking to the wrong people this morning <laughs> because you got one who's playing in the Mountain West title, you got another who's only lost two games and three games in two years, yep. and then you got another who's won the thing when they've had full seasons three years in a row and has its best chance ever to go to the Rose Bowl. So what do they care? Because you know what they think? Well, it's not going to be our guys. Our guys don't do that. Except the junior college one was one of your schools. And if I told you, you would uh, you'd be stunned. But I don't want to say anything more. Uh, but we don't do that. That they do that. Yeah, we do the same thing with the Jazz here. They're the quorum of the twelve. Our guys don't do that. Well, until it comes out in the open that whatever <laughs> that is, they do do. They have such camaraderie in the locker room. They love each other. That's what we think about our team. Our team is different. There was a stretch from like 2010 to 2015 when that every year, this isn't like last year, this year they get along. You're like, wait a minute, you said that last year. <laughs> so the fans, as long as you win, you're, you're in love with them. Yes, that is the common thing about sports. 
But college football is different. Does any other has sport have people bailing out right before the championship starts? Well, but that, yeah, but they're the only sport that has a month between the end and the start of. So if we would do that, that it, the only reason why it's different is because the calendar is different. If they started March Madness after tax day, we would see it in basketball. But is it the only sport where contracts don't matter? No. I mean, you can say basketball, they don't really matter either. So, but in they college don't sports, they don't matter. But Everything the, is negotiable. But in the pros, we don't see this. Everything it is seems negotiable. Like this is, it seems but, like this but, is but, bad for the sport. It's the pros, though. We expect sleaze and dirty. We get right. that the statues are our guys. And I, I had a guy at the Tribune tell me, oh, no, Malone's going to live here. Dude. Now, I'm bitter, cynical, East Coast guy. I, I get <laughs> so, it. So you're automatically going to. Yeah. yeah. No, he's not. Right. And no, he was never. He, these guys aren't from here. They come here, they play, they make their money, and then they're gone. And fine, but who, that's just the way I don't blame them. But none of these guys, Eaton Thurl, are like the only two guys who stayed around. Or maybe some others occasionally. Uh, Darren Williams keeps a home here because he loves to golf here uh, at beach golf and he- here in the summer versus uh, 97 degrees and 98% humidity. Pace Manion is back. But the Brian Russell story. Oh, he played story. ball in college yeah. here. He did. That's another story. Yeah. Plenty of college guys stay around. You stay. You live in a town where you're the most famous. Mm-hmm. Unless you're so famous that you don't have to. You live anywhere. Because you made that much money yeah. you're good to go. And you're tired of the fame. And you can go back to... Home, whatever home is. Yeah, Brian Russell can go to L.A. and John Stockton can go to Spokane. And yeah, and good, good for them. But see, I, I don't think we expect uh, rah rah collegiality at the pros. So to compare the two doesn't really fly to right. me. And I'm it's that's not what I'm talking about. It's just you don't see an NFL head coach just as the playoffs start take off. Yeah, but they're, they're, because it's the next week. If there was something the next week. Brian Kelly is not in a game this week. Uh, Lincoln Riley is not in a game this week. And they don't get 10-year contracts that they have no intention of fulfilling. Uh, the, the contracts mean nothing to me. They, they, they mean nothing to anyone. They mean something to the pros. I think they yeah, get but again, fulfilled, you, but they're I don't, so the pros one-sided are so in a college. Different. It, that, that is win at all costs, whatever it takes. The Kevin McHale line, axe murderer by day, NBA star by night. But the colleges win at all costs. And LSU but just decided the cost is $100 million. But it doesn't. Yes. There are guys. Right. They wear our gear. We get that Coach Parcells, when he coached the Cowboys, he's not a Cowboy. He's, he's a freaking Northeast dude. That's the last thing. There ain't no Cowboys there. But we understand that. You're, hi- you're a hired gun at the pro level. You're going to be there a short time. You know, there's a few exceptions, but the overwhelming majority, you're going to be there a short time. So we don't look at it. I, 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 to me, I think you're way off base comparing to pros because everybody understands that. And the players come and go. But here at the college level, you know, go Utes! It's a bunch of crap. <laughs> <laughs> It just seems to me like this is different. And I'm not arguing that it isn't a bunch of crap along the way and that there's slimy stories in recruiting and, okay, fine, yes. 
But it seems like a coach quitting on his team when he can still win the national championship is a line that hasn't been crossed before. And it seems bad that it's getting crossed now. It's going to look weird. I think it's bad for the sport. Oh, it seems no worse. I don't, I don't see how or it's... Or you think people just like the drama, and so they'll watch because of the drama. Notre Dame's going to be in the playoff. I mean, don't you want Georgia to... Well, everybody wants Georgia to beat Alabama. I don't Unless care. you're Alabama fans. I have but don't you, against Alabama. Don't you want to see care. this now? Let's see if Notre Dame can see, win a whatever. playoff without a coach. Well, Notre Dame fans don't... They're Notre Dame fans. They're not Brian Kelly fans. So they're going to be... My brother-in-law is a hardcore Notre Dame fan. He's got a sign on his, on his, outside his front door... Uh, basically, I'm paraphrasing, don't come knocking when Notre Dame's playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just lives for Notre Dame. My sister texts me during Notre Dame games constantly <laughs> because he's so into it, and she is by virtue of his allegiance. And so uh, Brian Kelly, that's my whole point. Brian Kelly now is meaningless to them. But uh, last week, Brian Kelly was our guy, man. He bleeds green. That's what I'm saying. That's my whole point. It's a bunch of crap. And these fans get sucked into it. And they get sucked in like he's our guy. And they would defend Brian Kelly at all costs. Now toss him aside with yesterday's news. That's the whole point. They still want Notre Dame to win. That's the point I'm making. And then they put on this facade that they're in, and they go to coaches' shows, and they wear their gear, and the fans show up if they win. He's our guy. We love him. No, he's not. He's not. I, 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 on the tenth hole, no, the eleventh hole of uh, Coral Canyon Golf Course several years ago, this dude that we got hooked up with is telling me. Urban Meyer is our guy, man. He's not going anywhere. He's from Cincinnati. He's Ohio State through and through. I said, what are you talking about? He's Urban Meyer's guy. That's what guy he is. We don't even, we thought he was Shelly's guy, and now he's got a little gal on his lap. I don't even know he's Shelly's guy. <laughs> Apparently not when she says everybody sins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we hold Read these people the up, and, and the folks down back here, 20 years ago, whenever it was. Oh, he, he's going to be here. Get out of town. Which is exactly what he did. Hey-oh. <laughs> so you buy into these people, and they become your heroes. And they, give me a break. And now you, you, you hated Hoke. They're 11-1. and one. He's the greatest thing. No, I'm tolerating him. I don't think he's the greatest thing. <laughs> but they're yeah, winning. If he goes through, he won't be there if he goes three seasons of 11-1. and one. You know, He'll he'll jump and fly the coup himself. Uh, but, yeah, so, yeah, come on. You have, to ex- you have to accept that in the Mountain West. There's more money to well, be you made. You have to accept that at Notre Dame. It turns out you do, yes. <laughs> if you <laughs> have to accept it at Notre Dame, you have to accept it literally that, every place that's, else. That's new news to uh, <laughs> South Bend, but it's, it's old news to San Diego State. Yeah, well, yeah, if, you ha- if it can happen at Notre Dame, it could, it's a version of New York, New York. It could happen anywhere because Notre Dame is the biggest, baddest illustrious program on the block. Maybe not every single year, and I get Alabama right now, but in terms of fan base and whatnot, Notre Dame has got, they dwarf everybody. So if it could happen there, it could happen anywhere. And, and you can't say it's a one-off because it just happened to Oklahoma. Oh, well, I don't, I hate the expression one-off. That's yours. Well, it's not. If no, I use the expression, if I took a sip every time you said one-off, I'd be loaded by 8 o'clock. 
wouldn't I, Yach? When you're gone, you we just say about. one-off all the time. That's great. We talk soccer, and we'd say one-off. You hypocrite. <laughs> you hypocrite. <laughs> kind of right, though. <laughs> I'm not hypocrite. I'm not a hypocrite. I'm two-faced. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's what we got. But yet, you fans right now, they don't care. And, and the funny thing is, if Kalani leaves, they'll blame it on the administration. Because he's our guy. He played here, man. Has that equation changed, though? What? In what way? Well, it depends on what he leaves for and how much he leaves for. I mean, there's an expectation well, that BYU... Leave for more money. Right, but how much what more What difference money? does it make? I've got no right to tell somebody <laughs> don't take more money. No, I'm talking about the administration. I get that. But if it's such a massive deal, will people say, well, there's nothing BYU could do? They no, weren't going no, to that number. No, you're 100% wrong. No. Really? You know, because they would say they would put it on Kalani if the word came out, well, we doubled his salary and that wasn't good enough for him. That money grubber took the money and ran. So then it'd be Kalani's fault. There, at no point, there, not, and we'll never know because it won't come ahead. out publicly. But yeah, if they put together what they believe is their most attractive package for, and it's not by package, so I they'll mean never, the whole thing. So BYU fans will never do what Utah State and San Diego State and on down the line fans have done, where it's kind of like, well, that was going to happen, <laughs> and there's just an acceptance of. Yeah, I mean, because Brady Hoke already left once. He went to Michigan. Yeah, but they're, and, and they're like, going in the Big 12, so they've got the ticket. So things are changing, changing. dramatically. Yes. And the Big 12, you Pac-10 folk, shut up, or Pac-12 folk, because the new Big 12, right today, is just as good or better. Better. And I realize yeah. Texas and that just juggernaut program that they got well, and Oklahoma are leaving. Taking, Texas has taken a lot of money and a lot of reputation, but another— just yeah. in a long series of 500-ish seasons. Right. So, so Oklahoma So Kalani's going to get wins. in. He's going to yeah. be on the inside in 14 games if he stays. Or he'll, he'll actually he'll either be on the inside in 14 games or he'll be on the inside in two games. But either way. Yeah. Yeah. And you got Oklahoma fans. They're outraged. Well, uh, Lincoln Riley, yeah, don't tell me you just spoke to them, blah, 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 yep. on Saturday or Sunday morning. Oh, but we're going to the SEC and we're going to cash in? Oh, that's great. That's lovely. No problem. So you're bleeping about him leaving yeah. you, but you're doing the same thing to, to Mike Gundy. Lincoln, Mike Van Gundy. Lincoln should have been uh, had more loyalty. But we don't have to have any loyalty to Oklahoma yeah. State or Texas Tech. It's a bunch of friggin' crap. I'm sick of it. <laughs> no we, have, we haven't had a paper toss in a while. Right. Because Notre Dame hasn't had a coach leave since 1906. And my father, who was cremated, is rolling over in his grave right now because he loved the Irish. I took him to the Notre Dame game. DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. This is Hanson Scotty. Let's do it. I want to see BYU face somebody that is really going to put him to the challenge. Hell, throw him in the Rose Bowl with Utah. Let's go round two on this bad boy. Could you imagine? 
people are going to be so. Oh, I know. At Scotty G. No, don't give the Twitter account. <laughs> okay, obviously it's never going to happen. I just think it'd be funny for Utah fans finally get to the Rose Bowl and they look across the field and there's Kalani Sataki with a smile on his face, like, "Yeah, we're here, guys. Hey, did you see that parade? It was really cool. <laughs> did you see the gifts they gave us? This is incredible. Can you believe this payday? We're all going to be rich. Oh, you have to share your bowl purse. Oh, oh yeah, we get all of it. Okay, no, that uh, I'm that's I'm all kidding. I'm kidding. What kind of a show is this? Catch Hans Olsen and Scotty G every day from noon to 3 on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Powered by kslsports.com. Join Unrivaled with Alex Curie and Scott Mitchell Friday from 3 to 6 at the Hot Tub Factory Outlet Holiday Sale in Draper next to Cowabunga Bay. 12101 Factory Outlet Drive. That's 121st South Factory Outlet Drive. Utah Jazz picking up a win last night. Is this the classic? They did what they had to do. They got the win. They look better than they've looked. But in the big picture, we're not going to remember this game, nor is it going to mean anything. Well, no single game in the regular season is going to mean anything. So that's no different than all the other 81 games. I think what we're looking for, why it's important, is we're looking for them to go on a run. Consistency, baby. And so now you got two in a row. And you've looked good in those two games. Because before that, in your prior nine games, you were stumbling actually below. I think you were four and four five. Four and five over nine games. And you were losing to teams at home, which, you know, the championship caliber teams aren't supposed to do that. But they did, they did that. So it was somewhat alarming to a degree. But at the same time, it's still early enough to where, okay, uh, they can get it together. We just are alarmed to a degree because this team is not breaking in a bunch of new players. Yeah, Rudy Gay. Am I missing anybody? Anybody else? And uh, Whiteside. But Whiteside has been playing. Gay is just new to the lineup because of the injury. But you're, if you're breaking in a 35-year-old to a set lineup and he is a role player coming off the bench, are you really breaking him in? It's it's not like you know the Lakers bringing in all these new dudes and changing everything. So you would expect them, especially with LeBron being out and Anthony Davis is a game away from sitting three. Uh, from you'd expect them to have a slow start. The Jazz were not expected to have a slow start, and they had a little stumble after a decent start. So now we expect them to go on a run. I'm still expecting them to go seventeen and three over twenty. I still expect that because I believe the talent is there. So now they're two in a row, and we're expecting that. So it's not uh, the singular game that's going to stand out. It's the run that's going to stand yep. out. Because under Quinn Snyder, they have gone on some terrific runs. runs. Last year. Almost every year 20, since they halfway decent. You know, right. the early years, they didn't have as much talent. Yeah, but even then, they had a run that was, um, I think he had like a 28-5 and five or something like that. Yeah, I So think at some that, point, it clicks in and they really roll. Now, yeah. you can say, and somebody probably is right now, well, they've won six of their last eight. And that's true, but Memphis at home and New Orleans at home are just not losses people expect. No, New Orleans' loss at home was brutal. And I don't care if they played 15 games against the same team in four days. I'm sick of Take excuses. those guys down. I don't want to hear excuses. No. 
No, tell, tell me ahead of time, and then don't charge me full price to go to the game. <laughs> we don't have a good chance to win because mathematically, the odds. Okay, well then, if I'm not going to see you the, your best I, effort, I, I don't want to pay my best dollar. I wonder if a team did that, how it'd work out. I mean, they, the pro teams do do stuff with uh, where they got the sliding yeah. scale based on the opponent and the date and all that. Yeah, Yankees well, tickets cost more uh, when the Yankees come to town. You know, they pump them oh, up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, and the secondary market goes through the roof too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just, we get so there's a little demand. bit of that. But yeah. to really go out and pub it, hey, discount tickets <laughs> because we are playing them, and then they, they do that to an extent. They just don't advertise it yeah. that way. But I'm expecting this team to go on a run, and I was thoroughly impressed with the way they played. They it didn't bug you when they like gave up 35 points in the third quarter, and the lead is up at 22, and the lead is down to 10. No, this is the NBA. And every time I see Lillard pull up for a jump shot, I think it's going in. <laughs> you know, because he's really good. His form is exceptional. Uh, so, no, I expect that team. And Nurkic played well. He had a little bounce to his step, seemed like. Uh, I expect this Portland team to be competitive. I don't think they're going to win anything. Maybe they get out of the first round. Probably not. But they've got players. They just don't have enough of them. They've got three or four decent players and, and, and a Hall of Famer, too. And McCollum's very good by himself individually also. So with that level of talent over there, I expect them to put together some type of streak virtually every game. But all of this is against the fact that people are looking around the NBA and seeing the Warriors and Suns put together these streaks right out of the gate. Phenomenal. Hey, keep up with these guys. Yeah, phenomenal runs. And the, both ball and the Jazz aren't really. They don't have to. Uh, I mean, they haven't played either team. So let's see. Uh, it's still a long, long way to go here. Uh, but I, I'm, I, I'm concentrating almost exclusively on the Jazz. And I came away with one of the better feelings that I've had this season watching them play against Portland. But that's because we watch offense more than defense, and Portland's defense is is terrible through the I, first twenty games. I, I think it's more about the Jazz. It's it, I'm not really focused on the opponent. I'm focused on what the Jazz can do because if they do what they can do, if you score 129 points and you shoot 40 percent from three, you're going to win a lot of basketball games. Right, and that and that's they did those two ca- they're very much capable. It's yeah. not like it was a fluke. As I look at any of these players, who really just astounded me, nobody. The stuff that's bugged them, the, the turnover numbers were great. The offensive rebound, eh, probably a couple more than they wanted to give up. But there was a lot of garbage time in that game, so I have to go back and check and see if that's when they had you know two, three, or four of them get away. I do think that if they really want to get the most out of Joe, they can they should consider starting him. And then, but I'm not a basketball guy. This is just one doofus's opinion. Uh, I mean, I'm a basketball fan. Uh, but I don't have any metrical numbers and any of that crap, nor am I going to look at that because fans don't do that, and I'm a voice of the fan. That's you. You're not. <laughs> I will look up I those am. numbers for you. Um, well, you don't have to do it for me because I'm going to pay attention even if you read them. Uh, oh, well, then never mind. I'll let Locke do it. I'm, I'm, the rep- I'm the fan's representative. I was voted into this office by the fans. You were not. And I represent the sure, I'm a, I'm a no-name dude. I'm still a no-name guy. There was no, there was no vote. Well, there was somebody signed off on it, but I'm an I'm a no name dude. I wasn't in front of the TV camera, so I represent what the fans think. I'm an upper bowl dude. That's who I am, 
And I think that you get more out of Ingles if he starts. And then if you brought O'Neal off the bench and somebody's hot, sick him. Go get him. Shut him down, Royce. Lock yeah. him up. Yeah. And Joe's last two games, man, and I think there's been a plenty of evidence watching him play as a starter. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. We are talking football next. Frank Dolce, former Ute quarterback, now Ute analyst and insider for The Zone Sports Network. He joins us next. Stay with us.